Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. This year, RHB Bank expects Singapore to see a sharp improvement in GDP growth, helped by improvements on the external front, also year-on-year moderation in inflation and a decline in interest rates. So all in, this will create ample opportunities for investors in Asia's highest-yielding equity market. And looking at the Singapore Stock Index, that is expected to see moderate growth. So RHB feels a thematic approach and bottom-up stock-picking plan will be more relevant. So let's check in now with Shikha Jaswal. He is the Head of Equity Research for RHB Bank Singapore. Happy New Year, Shikha. How are you doing today? Happy New Year, Ryan. I'm doing well. How are things with you? All awesome as well. So let's check in now with you on what to expect in the coming year by taking a look back at last year. So if you look at the STI, it was pretty flat by comparison, up 4.7% in 2023. If you look at S&P 500, that was much better, up 25%. So what's the expectations on where the STI is going this year, Shikha? Right. So 2024 is all about earnings. That's what's going to drive the market forward. You look at 2023, we had a very robust earnings growth for the STI. Uh, Much of it was driven by the banks, which were benefiting from rising interest rate environment, a fairly steady economy, and banks are 40% of the index. So that definitely helped. Getting into 2024, that's where we're going to miss the earnings growth. So banks probably going to have a flat earnings growth, marginally negative if possible. So the EPS growth for STI will come in anywhere between 2 to 2.5%. That's what the street is expecting. Our expectation is about 4.5% EPS growth. So we probably factor in a slight amount of PE expansion. We think we'll end the year at about 3.380 points, which is about 5.5% up from yesterday's market close. All right, 3380, yesterday around 3200, so a bit more upside to go. So let's take a look at some of the themes that investors could perhaps play on. Taking a look at last year, some of the top winners, we had the likes of Capital and Singapore Industries. Both of them were up around 61% for total returns for the year. So what type of stock picking plan do you have for 2024? Right. So 2024, you actually summarized it fantastic. I mean, you said it at the early stage, you know, with moderate EPS growth for index, we probably need to be thematic and probably be more on stock picking skills. You know, our market cap weighted EPS growth for the stocks that we cover, which is beyond the index, is about 8.5%. So definitely there are opportunities beyond the index stock. For the first quarter of 2024, we think there are opportunities to build positions and reach. That would be a first team. We're already seeing expectations of a rate cut, although the DPU growth may take time to come through, but the funds flow will definitely be there. Uh, we see opportunities to build exposure on the manufacturing and the tech sector. External side of the economy has started to do better. We had positive NODX growth in November. Uh, we also see opportunities on buying to yield instruments beyond the REITs. You know, banks are yielding 6% plus, and we think that's a very healthy yield to look at. Uh, we also see opportunities of Chinese tourists coming back to Singapore. So we are probably seeing bilateral opportunity of visa-free travel. We are seeing Singapore Air Show and lots of other events coming up. So revival of tourism and travel will definitely be a theme, at least in the first quarter. And then eventually, you know, history tells us every time Fed pivots, there's always a risk of a downturn. So you probably want to hedge your position by buying into some quality companies that offer defensive earnings growth. And last but not the least, definitely there's a small mid-cap opportunity where you see more bottom-up opportunities in the names which have very strong, robust earnings growth outlook. All right, let's unpack some of these names. Um, in the small-cap space, what are some of the favorites you've got your eye on? 
we have three names. Actually, all the three had done exceptionally well in 2023. These are Centurion Corp. You have Food Empire as well as Marco Polo Marine. Uh, Centurion Corp, very simple story. It's, it's positive on the resumption of construction activity here in Singapore and Malaysia. They're one of the largest providers of workers' accommodation. Students are going back to schools, colleges. They're also one of the largest providers of purpose-built student accommodation in UK and the Australia. Mm. That business should continue to revive. Uh, we have seen rationalization of business in terms of quality of service being offered on workers' accommodation both here in Singapore as well as in Malaysia. And that, we think, will be positive generally for the industry and Centurion will benefit from that as well. Shaker, going back to your point on REITs, uh, so you were looking at perhaps increasing your exposure to the space of REITs. And this yeah. is, of course, off the back of a year when we had many of them facing refinancing pressures. So going to this year, we've got rate cuts. So if you look at REITs this year, how aggressive should investors be increasing their exposure to REITs and which type of REITs? For the REITs, it's fairly simple. We have recently turned positive on the sector. We think there are good opportunities to buy into REITs at current levels, but we are not recommending investors to go all in. So there'll be a decent amount of balance between buying into more aggressive REITs, uh, where we think these are quite interesting, and also balancing it with more industrial REITs. Uh, so the names that we are recommending investors is Ames APAC REIT, CDL Hospitality REIT, Capital and Ascenders REIT, and Keppel REIT. So there's a mix of industrials as well as office REIT and hospitality REIT here. All right, Shekhar, you also touched on China. So that's one to watch out for as we look at how much growth momentum can return this year. How's this going to play out for Singapore stocks with exposure to the Chinese economy? A good number of names here, not only listed, I mean, presence in Singapore, but in ASEAN are listed here on the SGX. So we have opportunities in the names like CDL Hospitality Reed. I would put Comfort Delgo in, in the list as well, uh, given they have a sizable taxi presence here and revival of tourism will help them. Uh, we have DFI Retail Group, which has a strong presence in Hong Kong, which Chinese tourists coming back to Hong Kong, that business should revive. ST Engineering, uh, beneficiary of the Chinese tourism as well as air travel, especially on the international side. We have Star Hill Global REIT, which has a strong retail presence here, and Thai Beverage. I mean, a good story in Thailand and Vietnam where we think return of tourism will boost the beer demand. Okay, a lot of stocks to watch out for in the year ahead. And of course, a bit more upside to watch out for. By the end of the year, we've been in conversation with Shikha Jaisong. He's Head of Equity Research for RHB Bank Singapore. Shikha, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Ryan. Happy to be here. All right, we'll catch up with you again soon. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.